Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. And it's us, those weekend golf guys, just like the man said. Has he ever lied to you before? I don't think so. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith in studio, in his own studio at the Golf Cave. That's right. Just not on the road. Not this week. But coming up soon, though. Coming up soon. We all know where it's going. Yeah. To Augusta, baby. Mm-hmm. And in the words the of the nitty- master's correspondent is about to be. <laughs> in the words of the nitty-gritty dirt band, Augusta, Georgia, just ain't no place to be. Unless sure it's is. Master's Week. So. Sure is one week of the year, isn't it? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> hey, you know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, among other things, peripheries, peripheral equipment stuff. Well, what if I don't want to talk about that stuff? <laughs> You'll be replaced. It's very easy. <laughs> like one, one thing I have noticed playing golf with you on multiple occasions is you don't wear a glove. Mm-mm. Why? Well, it all started when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we couldn't really afford gloves okay. and golf. It was a choice. Okay, gotcha. I chose golf and I couldn't really afford golf balls either. So I hunted the tree in the trees. Right, right. And so a good day was how many golf balls did I find versus the ones that I lost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is how you learned how to keep score. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. You know, you start the day with how many and you end the day with how many. You look in your bag and you go, oh, huh, that's right. Down two. That's right. All right, I was two under for the day. Yeah. <laughs> and also probably why you tried to play so well so you didn't lose the balls that you did find. Yeah, there was part of that too because, yeah. you know, you don't want to be out there on number 11 and uh, ROB. Yeah. It's not a good idea. No. That'd be, that'd be run out of balls for John's friends. Run, run out of balls, yeah. <laughs> run out of balls, right. <laughs> Yeah. My friends always count them up before the round. They go, I only have a dozen. Maybe I should buy a couple more sleeves. That's right. <laughs> Give me more bullets. Well, one thing we are going to talk uh, before the show is over with a gentleman who's got a deal going um, with golf gloves so that you can afford both gloves and golf. Jeff, you'll be happy to yeah. know. You can, maybe you can go back to wearing one now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, but now I get, you know, now they, they, they want me to have them and I'm just so not used to wearing one. Yeah. You know, it just, yeah. it makes me crazy. I put one on, I feel like I got to take it off. We're going to talk about some of the stuff you use and, and are necessary for a round of golf be, without being a golf club. And there are a bunch. So we will come back and we'll talk about some of that stuff when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys, and we do probably suggest that you stay right where you're at. It'll be worth your while. Trust us. The first major of the year is coming up. And even though the green jacket there is reserved only for the winner, big cash prizes don't have to be. With $4 million up for grabs, uh, not in Augusta, here, there is no better time to try a one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. Plus, when you enter the code WEEKEND, you can play risk-free for the $1 million top prize. Should I say that? $1 million top prize. It's a one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. It's easy to play. 
He had just picked six golfers before the tournament tees off. Then he said, back and follow the action. Watch all four days as you rack up points for birdies, finishing position, and, and a whole lot more, too. To celebrate golf's first major, DraftKings is offering a money-back guarantee. Just enter the code WEEKEND during the sign-up process. And if you don't win money in your first contest, DraftKings will give you your money back. Let me repeat that. DraftKings is offering a money-back guarantee. Just enter code WEEKEND during your sign-up, and if you don't win money in your first contest, DraftKings will give you your money back. Download the DraftKings app or go to DraftKings.com before tee-off. That will be Thursday, the 11th of April. Select your golfers, all six of them. Use code WEEKEND at sign-up to play risk-free in your first contest. And be sure to enter the Fantasy Golf Millionaire for a shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code WEEKEND to play risk-free in your first contest. Only at DraftKings. Risk-free. Yeah, you don't win, they will give you your money back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Use the code WEEKEND to play risk-free in your first contest. DraftKings.com. A minimum $5 deposit required. Refunds will be processed by April 16th. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5GolfClub.com. The number $5GolfClub.com. And we're back. I am John. He is Jeff, collectively known as Those Weekend Golf Guys. And we uh, thank you for being here. ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com. Go check it out. Great place to hear every show we've ever done. If you miss us on the radio here, you can always go there, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Do appreciate you checking us out, or facebook.com slash golfguys. You can follow us there, too. Other means of communication we will delineate for you at a later date throughout the hour here. But right now, we want to talk about equipment on the periphery of golf. It's stuff you need, but it's not a club or a ball. And the first thing we want to attack is golf bags. Oh, yeah. Because one of the things that you find out, well, there's a few th things you find out when you go looking for a new golf bag. One is there's many different kinds to choose from. Two is they are expensive. And three, they're kind of necessary. Yeah. You know, you don't want to walk around with a fistful of sticks and tees in your hand. No. Balls in the other. No, you don't. But, you know, what kind of bag? You've got cart bags and you've got stand bags. But yeah. I'm not going to fool myself into thinking that I'm going to walk a lot of golf courses. So I'm not going to yeah, buy a stand bag. You're not going to do that. I no. mean, you look, I'm not going to suggest that you didn't for a long time, and that was one of the contributing factors. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, I also know that in your current condition, where you're not going to walk anyway. Yeah, I'm not. So you're going to go get one of those golf bags that, you know, that, that kills the back of the bag attendant. Yeah. Because you're not going to lift the thing anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to lift it. Guy comes in, in fact, Sunday right around, guy comes, can I help you with your clubs? I said, you sure can, man. You know, you look to be about 19. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first thing I can tell you, John, is that your choice of bags, oh, I got a great deal on this bag, this, that, and the other thing. You know what? You're going to get the, the, the bag attendant killer, mm -hmm. and you're going to load it down, mm -hmm. and then what's going to happen is because you're going to, well, I'm not picking the thing up anyway. I might as well. Go throw anything in there I want, right? Because the, the guy's going to get it out of my out of my trunk of my car and sure. and do a few other things, and then you know what's going to happen is you're going to then feel guilty for for making that kid do it, and then all of a sudden you're going to say, all right, I give him a couple of bucks here, a couple of bucks there. Next thing you know, 
you paid quite a bit of money for that decision. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's so it's so difficult to uh, effectively harness a stand bag to a golf cart. Any trick to that? I have a couple of stand bags that are the footprint of it. You know, the bottom of it yeah. is more round and a little bit larger, and they actually do work nicely in in golf carts. Oh, okay. There are, I, I don't want to call them a hybrid bag because they're not. They're just a larger stand bag, but it has a more rounded footprint on it. Okay. And so it doesn't wobble around and flop all over the place when you're strapping in the top. Okay. I guess. All right. And it doesn't twist, you know, because a lot of times you put the stand bags on the carts mm -hmm. and they're a little bit more oblong on the bottom. And then as soon as you strap the cart, you know, the, the cart strap on and you'd cinch it up a little bit and then it starts to twist. Yeah. A little on the diagonal and it always irritates. But the ones that I get have a more round base on them and then they okay. don't. Oh, that's cool. I, I saw a bag the other day that actually had like a lazy Susan in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that the epitome <laughs> of laziness or what? Thinner top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. And you know, they got those, and they got this little rubber top to it. Where you, you put your, you know, they're individual divider holes, right? Mm -hmm. And then in those, they got these little nubs on there that hold your shaft in. So they're, they're kind of snug. Yeah. It's a rubberish, snug fit thing. So the clubs won't rattle. Yeah. Well, that's, they thought of everything for the guy who's. <laughs> so, you know, these, they get the little spinner top thing and they get these little individual holes that you put all your clubs into. Mm -hmm. And then they got these little rubber, um, clamps that that kind of fit into that little or I mean that are built in part of this thing so you you put your shaft in and you pop it into this little clamp and it's perfect for all those guys who are really particular and they they got to have it and then they just spin the thing around and pop out the club they want i'm thinking that's the laziest thing i've ever seen i know my my question always is however though when when you're supposed to carry no more than 14 clubs in your bag Mm -hmm. Why are golf bags so damn big? You know, there's storage facilities, too, for all your golf stuff. Yeah, that's true. Now, if you think about this, it's it's a container. Yeah. You know, you got your rain suit if you own one. Yeah. You know, some people put their speaker in there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. they get the battery in there. They get, you know, they got a box, of, you know, a bunch of balls. They got a bunch of tees. You know, some guys right. put their shoes in the big side pockets, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't want to know what those smell like every time they <laughs> open up the bag. I don't want to know. And the other question I have about bags, man, is, you know, the, they are big and there's a lot of empty space, yet it's still sometimes difficult to get a club in. Like they're com compart compartmentalized, right? Yeah. And you try to take advantage of that and you put your, you know, your fairway woods in one compartment and a driver in another compartment and, you know, the hybrids and, you, you've got your long irons here and your shirt irons there and your wedges there and your putter over here. But sometimes, even though they are compartmentalized, it's still difficult to get the club in that compartment because the shafts all kind of scrunch together once you get past the top of the bag. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that doing There's a lot hard? of bags that just have, you know, and, and a lot of guys who get fed up with stuff like that wind up with those 14-way divider bags because they're divided 14 ways all the way down and then you throw your club in the slot that it's supposed to go yeah. in and it actually stays in a slot. Yeah. And then the grips don't get tangled up and all that. So that's why, you know, people who get fed up with that, they created bags like that for people like you who got fed up. 
Well, is it just a getting fed up, or is there a practical point to doing the divider bags? Well, sure, easy in, easy out, right? But it's not like you don't Until do you damage get to your grips. Well, that's going to say, do you do damage to your grips and your and your shafts if they're all meshed together in the bag? Well, it depends on how irritated you are at your last golf shot. <laughs> you mean, uh, on how forcefully you shove it in there? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying I've seen people do some things, you know. But the 14-way divider thing is, is you know, for those, for the golf purists, they just laugh, right? Yeah. But for the, the guy who's like, hey, look, I like my clubs. I want to keep them, you know, from getting all tangled up. I don't want to beat the things up. You know, I like to have them separated. Well, okay. Yeah. But if you've got mid-sized grips, you're not going to enjoy that. Because mm, they're not going to fit. Yeah. Because they're not going to fit in those little those little holes. They're just in and out. They're just, it's hard, right, to get to get those things in and out. Yeah, it is. Wow. Never even thought about that. But you're not you know, doing any damage to your clubs by not having those individual. It's just a, a convenience thing, is what well, you're telling me. Well, you know, like I said, it kind of depends on the person and, and their attitude at the moment. Yeah. They, they can do a lot of things, you know. Sometimes bags can protect you from yourself. Let's say that you've got <laughs> a lot of pockets on your bag. Some of them are actually kind of padded, you know. Mm-hmm. And let's say that you decide that for some reason you there was a bug on your bag and you decided to take a club and smack at it to, because you didn't want that bug laying on side of your bag. Yeah. And you're stupid. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> to just wail away at it there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Indeed. And, you know, a good hefty bag will certainly protect the contents a little better. Okay. Against said bug squashing method. Right. Right. <laughs> so what have we learned? We've learned basically that if you use your golf bag as a, uh, a catch-all for your golf stuff, I mean, it beats taking up a wall in the garage, right? Just shove it all into the bag one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, you need, you need to get the big one and, you know, bring a couple extra dollar bills with you and you can, you can have the, the guy at the club pull it out of the trunk for you. Look, if you got the, if you got the, uh, the Rodney Dangerfield, you know, Al Chervik, uh, golf bag with the, (laughs) with the radio playing in it, the speakers in there and you got the big old thing going on. Yeah. You're going to need somebody, right? You are. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or a hoist or a crane or whatever, you know. (laughs) Hey, you know what else we learned in this little segment? What's that? That we're willing to do a segment on anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We're willing to talk about golf bags for 10 minutes. <laughs> We've learned that, too, about this golf show. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have our moments. What can I say? Right. We're talking about golf gloves, which is a lot more interesting than golf bags. Trust me. Yeah. And we've got a special guest, a guy who's gotten into the glove, golf glove business. And our first question to him is going to be, what are you thinking? Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> Jeez. You kidding me? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> we got a, we got that and a whole lot more coming up. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. The first major of the year is coming up. And even though the green jacket there is reserved only for the winner, big cash prizes don't have to be. With $4 million up for grabs, uh, not in Augusta, here, there is no better time to try a one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. Plus, when you enter the code WEEKEND, you can play risk-free for the $1 million top prize. Should I say that? $1 million top prize. 
It's a one-week fantasy golf at DraftKings. It's easy to play. You just pick six golfers before the tournament tees off. Then you sit back and follow the action. Watch all four days as you rack up points for birdies, finishing position, and, and a whole lot more, too. To celebrate golf's first major, DraftKings is offering a money-back guarantee. Just enter the code WEEKEND during the sign-up process. And if you don't win money in your first contest, DraftKings will give you your money back. Let me repeat that. DraftKings is offering a money-back guarantee. Just enter code WEEKEND during your sign-up, and if you don't win money in your first contest, DraftKings will give you your money back. Download the DraftKings app or go to DraftKings.com before tee-off. That will be Thursday, the 11th of April. Select your golfers, all six of them. Use code WEEKEND at sign-up to play risk-free in your first contest. And be sure to enter the Fantasy Golf Millionaire for a shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code WEEKEND to play risk-free in your first contest. Only at DraftKings. Risk-free. Yeah, you don't win, they will give you your money back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Use the code WEEKEND to play risk-free in your first contest. DraftKings.com. A minimum $5 deposit required. Refunds will be processed by April 16th. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And we're back this weekend, Golf Guys. John Ashton here in the studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave. And we've uh, we got the master, masters, masters coming up, which is really the official start of golf season for most of us. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the things we're going to start doing is we're going to start doing a uh, we do a live local show on Sundays from during the season which starts on Master Sunday. Um, yeah. and we do it live from a golf course somewhere in the area around us and uh, Yeah. And I'm going to be doing it live from a, a golf course somewhere a lot further south than Yeah. From from a golf course somewhere in Augusta. Somewhere in Augusta. <laughs> we're not sure which one will actually let you on on Masters week, but we're going to try to find out. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking gonna, Augusta. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a caddy, and he's going to wear some white overalls, uh-huh. my name in green on the back, right? And I'm going to have him carry my bag. Uh-huh. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to saunter. Actually, is what I'm going to do. And just look, look saunter like, around the golf around look, the thing. Have have a have a, one of those course books with you, and you'll look like you belong. Yeah, you know, and we'll just walk around the whole practice facility and strut around the putting green and yeah. do all that stuff and yeah. practice putting and do all those things. And I can I can look at him and have my put my hand out and he'll put a putter in it and ball and all that. And we'll just go about it and just have a whole day of it. Yeah, well, that sounds like fun, man. Good luck but, with that. Yeah, well, and just don't call me for the bail money. <laughs> hey, one of the things too, I want you to subscribe to our new newsletter called the Drinking and Driving Digest. And you can just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com, and um, you can just sign up for it there. We just need your first name, your email address. We'll send it to you on a regular basis every week or so. Lots of good stuff in it. Uh, one of the things that you would learn is the schedule of our live appearances, and you'll also learn the schedule of some of our special guests we have coming up. And the reason why we're calling it drinking and driving is because, you know, you do that playing golf a lot of times. It's an excuse to get away. You drink maybe some Alcoholic adult beverage of choice or water, Gatorade or whatever. Um, One of the things for Masters Week, we have a special guest. It's Bobby Jones's grandson, who's a doctor in Atlanta. 
and has just licensed the name of Bobby Jones to a bourbon distiller. Really? Yeah. So there will be a Bobby Jones bourbon available in the not-too-distant future. And we're going to talk about drinking and driving. With And they've just figured out that every single golf course in the land will have to have that in their bar. How about that, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not sure everyone will have to. It would be great, but, you know, that was the same thought Fuzzy gave when he came up with his vodka. And I've been to golf courses that don't have Fuzzy's vodka. So we'll have to work on that, too. Yeah, but yeah. this is a little different. <laughs> you think? It's a little different, right? <laughs> Thoseweekendgolfguys.com at the bottom of every page is just a little form. You can fill it out and uh, and subscribe. It's it's great. Um, so just do that and then read it every once in a while when it comes in. So that's yeah. what we would like you to do. We appreciate it. Facebook.com slash golfguys also, and you can follow along with us there. Uh, before we get into the conversation with Sean McConnon, uh coming up in a little bit about golf gloves and why he got into the business and what his golf gloves are really like, I want to talk about grips, which is the other end of the golf glove. It's what the golf glove wraps around, what your hand wraps around. And I get so confused on when do grips need to be replaced? How can grips be replaced? How often should you have to have grips be replaced and now when they've got the different size grips for everything i am so confused oh i know i know so you know here it is i'm holding now a straw yes you are small in diameter Mm -hmm. fits nicely in my fingertips right Mm -hmm. fingers wrap around thumb can go on there i've got a hold of this and and i could make a golf swing with this and it's a tiny little diameter thing in my hand yeah but my action will change the forces that i use to move a club will change because it's fits differently my hands are now essentially they, they look the same you know like when you just put your hands together and grip nothing mm-hmm. your fingers wrap around nothing and it doesn't look different right but yet the fingers are wrapped around smaller than they are on a regular, normal-sized golf club for your hands. Mm-hmm. And then you can get the larger ones. You can get those Jumbo Max things, right? Yeah. Those big, fat, gigantic things. Yeah. And, you know, you could place your hands on it in the same way, but yet your fingers will be spread out more. Yeah. Right? The, it'll take up a lot more space in there. Mm-hmm. And you got anything in between, the straw and the big, gigantic thing. And the truth is, is it will change something that's happening in how your hands are touching the club and what forces you're putting into the club to to move it so it's with not, your hand. It's not just a comfort thing then. It's not. Mm-mm. Okay. It's most definitely a performance thing. Because I was at the PGA show and went by the Jumbo Max grip guy, mm-hmm. and he uh, he had a driver that was very similar to the one I was using at the time, just had a Jumbo Max grip on it, and mm-hmm. I found it easier to swing. You know, a, a lot of people have found – that when their hands are not going around something tiny, mm-hmm. they don't squeeze. Yeah. And when you don't squeeze, the muscles and tendons in your wrists and forearms mm-hmm. are softer. A little more relaxed. And things feel easier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, before everybody just runs out and writes it down and goes, oh, Jeff just said go get a big, you know, big fat grip because your grip will be softer and whatever. Right. Let's, say, let's understand a couple things. Your wrist action, your hand action will become different. And you got to figure out, is it right for you to have something a little smaller, something a little bigger? Mm-hmm. 
But here's the big the big but about this. We have two hands. And what's correct for one hand doesn't mean that a different size is right for the other hand. Most grips are tapered, right? Mm-hmm. You know, fat at the top and skinny at the tip of the and and sometimes I find an awful lot of times when I'm fitting students is I'll have them test a couple of grips that I've got on on some clubs that are built up under the the, the lower hand, the trail hand, the right hand for mm-hmm. most golfers. Yeah. That are built up a little fatter. Huh. And all of a sudden their hand action changes and their club head speed changes. Sometimes for the better. Yeah. Sometimes not. So again, but, this would be an aspect of getting your clubs fit. It, absolutely it is. Yeah. Every good club fitter pays very close attention to grip size under each hand. Okay. So as you are there holding a grip, you could put both hands on it and realize that one is significantly smaller than the uh, lower on the grip, and the grip is much more smaller in diameter there, and right. it feels different. Yeah. And the hand action you get is a little bit different. Okay. Let they used ask. to have grips, John, that were inverted, as in they were narrow at the top where your left hand is, so they're narrow and they here. were fatter at the bottom where your right hand is. They were a reverse taper, and that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And then they've got grips out there, you know, from the natural grips that were were out a few natural golf grips a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Those were uh, not tapered at all. Except right down to the very, at the very end of the grip. But for the most part, the whole grip was the same Same diameter. Yeah. And, uh, and some people have found that they like that. I'm going to ask a stupid question. Mm -hmm. Not my first, probably not my last. No, no, definitely not. Baseball players. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks thanks for agreeing with me. Agreeable. Uh, I'm just trying to be agreeable. Yeah. Baseball players wear gloves. They wear batting gloves. They wear two of them. I've never seen a, a baseball player come out of the dugout and take his place in the batter's box wearing a glove on one hand and no glove on the other. There's only one golfer I've ever seen, professionally speaking, that wears two gloves, and they made a big deal out of it by calling him two-glove gaining. Yeah. Why? Is there a difference? I mean, All right, well, let's let's think first off, what are we talking about? When when Major League Baseball, you're watching guys swinging a wooden bat that has no real gripping – power to it they right so the gloves are are there to help them hold the bat better you know to provide some friction okay but golf you're holding a rubber grip so you don't you know you've you got the friction part covered and so you don't have to worry about any slippage but at the same time uh a shot off the bat certainly vibrates a whole lot more yeah that's true and transfers directly into your hands okay I got you. Whereas, because you've got a rubber grip on on a golf glove, it absorbs an awful lot of that vibration, so it doesn't get to your hand, so uh-huh. you don't need it in both. But you would think that all the glove manufacturers would start selling them in righty and lefty and starting to promote this campaign. For double gloves, yeah. For two gloves. Yeah. You know, they did that a little bit when, when Tommy Two Gloves Ganey was out playing a little bit of golf. He made a few PJ Tour cuts and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um and, and what we saw there was a few manufacturers, the marketing people said, oh, good. Yeah. Let's start a trend. Well, I don't know if you can call it a trend or not, but I got to tell you, man, during the early season, early golfing season when it's a little chilly, 
I will wear a golf glove on my right hand also, even though you know I play right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the same color? No. Oh, no, actually. See, well, now we're talking a fashion statement. Well, it depends on how wet it is. I've got a pair of wet gloves, a left and a right. But if I if it's just a normal cold but sunny day, I will use my normal rich cabretta leather glove on my left hand and just the uh, the other glove on the right hand, which is probably more for warmth than it is for control, and um, go from there. Hmm. Two gloves. Yeah. I, we, you know what? It, how about you get like a, a red one and a green one and, and – you know, because you got the white hair going, you got the white mustache. <laughs> you know, maybe you can start acting like Santa Claus yeah. on the golf course. Come Game fall, you can start growing yourself a beard, and everybody look at you and go, "Gain three hundred pounds first. Santa. Oh, because it's I'm not sorry. a bowl full of jelly. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm only seeing you <laughs> from the neck. From up, the neck right? up. I, okay, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Ho, ho, yeah. ho! That was funny. <laughs> We're going to talk about gloves some more with Sean McConnell, who is the uh, the guy, the the mastermind behind UpGlove at UpGlove.com. So why don't you go to them right now and follow along with us because we're coming right back. Would you like to get all this stuff a couple days early and totally commercial-free? We can make that happen. Patreon.com slash guys. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash guys. You watch golf on TV, you're going to see golf ball commercials, and you're going to see pros like Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, telling you you should buy the golf ball that they think is the absolute best. And I wonder, how much do they pay these guys? And then I realize, you know, the golf ball companies don't pay these guys. We do. Every time we pay $40, $45, $50 for a dozen golf balls that someone told us is the absolute best, a large chunk of that goes to these guys who are already millionaires. A top-of-the-line, tour-quality, four-piece, urethane-covered golf ball that's long off the tee and easy to control around the greens should cost you about 20 bucks for a dozen. And if you buy it from Cut Golf, that's exactly what it will cost. CutGolfCo.com. Use the coupon code Weekend Golf Guys, and it will cost you even less than twenty bucks. I can get you two bucks off every dozen you buy. The more you buy, the more you save. I just made that phrase up. Cutgolfco.com. Use the code Weekend Golf Guys. And welcome back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I am John. He is Jeff. And we are in the studio. Jeff is not traveling. He's not at Hilton Head. He's nope. Man, I'm. How about this? I'm actually working at Timbergate Golf Course. Working. <laughs> well, this is radio, so no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be doing. I'll be actually teaching golf after this, and then the answer will be yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess working, teaching golf depends on who you're teaching, whether it's work or not. It does. When I'm working with you, it is work. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for pointing that out we no, have a, no, it's really that easy to point that out we we have a we have a guest uh <laughs> at least he was here before you started badmouthing me probably says i want to get in the middle of this crap i'm out of here i'm out <laughs> sean mcconnell tone on the other end <laughs> yeah you go boy i thought these guys were normal when i first talked to them but geez what have i gotten into which yeah. is the first question we're going to ask you sean because you are the uh the the entrepreneurial spirit, the man behind UpGlove, and in yes. a nutshell, you went out and just decided that you were going to get into the golf business and make gloves. So the question we repeat: What were you thinking? 
Yeah. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> um, and to, to, to kick things off, I don't know if I ever thought you guys were normal. So oh, okay. Just, yeah, so, uh, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, appreciate I'm not it, normal either. That's why we're, I'm on this show. So I'm happy to be with you guys. Well, we're glad you're here, man. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was it was really about solving my own problem of getting uh, pretty much robbed at the pro shop for about twenty five dollars <laughs> for mm -hmm. a good Capretta golf glove. I really was just trying to solve my own problem and and try to order some bulk gloves for myself, uh, hoping to get you know a good deal. Because what would happen is, is I would go do I'd go play at a nice course. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, man, I need a new glove, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't really think about it too much. Right. And then uh, you're at the pro shop and you're, and you're spending, you know, $25 for one glove. So I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just buy like, you know, two, three dozen and, um, you know, try to find a really sound manufacturer, get a great glove, you know, just have it delivered, have people do a subscription, deliver it right to their door. So that way... They're never in the same place that I was. I, I knew if I was having the problem, there were probably a lot of other golfers who were where, you know, hey, they go to a course and the next thing you know, they're like, I got to go, you know, shell out 20 some dollars for a glove. Um, and I'm sure that doesn't feel too well. It didn't for me. So I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's yeah. let's give it a shot and see how things go. Golf gloves are something you don't think about. You right. Know, you, get, you get there and you open up your bag and you pull the, glo the glove out and – then you remember that it was 93 degrees and very humid the last time you wore that glove. Yeah, so now right. it's all shriveled and it crispy. shriveled and crispy. Right. <laughs> yeah, we Whoa. say crusty. crusty. Yeah, we yeah. say crusty. <laughs> and I'm in Florida, so I definitely understand exactly, you know, that, yeah. uh, that yeah. aspect of it. And you're right. What we kind of, you know, researched, and a lot of people have, like, their faith in their golf ball. Like, hey, I only want to play XYZ golf ball. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't too many people who were like, I have to have XYZ glove, right? As long as it felt good to them, they're willing to change brands where some people have that brand loyalty where, hey, I'm only going to play Titleist, I'm only going to play TaylorMade, et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, but that brand loyalty didn't really transfer over so much to the golf glove. No, it's basically price point, isn't it? Yep. A lot of it is, yeah. a lot of it is price point. And then with us, just the convenience factor of that you don't have to worry about it. Well, because a lot of people will go online and they'll try to shop for deals on eBay, Amazon, or whatever. And then next thing you know, you're just wasting time doing that. Mm -hmm. So we kind of wanted to solve that problem. Like, you don't even need to spend time doing that. We'll give you the best glove at the best price and deliver it right to your door. You know, we did a little research on our own, too, when we uh, knew you were coming on, man. And um, one of the things we found out is, is um, you know, foot joy. They say that each glove should last about five rounds. Yep. But then we talked to a bunch of people and they said, well, you know, I, I always hit a, a, a bag of balls before I play. Right. And that's like 30 balls. And then take a practice swing for every shot on the course. Yep. So maybe every round you play is really three rounds worth of swings. Yeah. So, yeah. and a lot of them factor that in. I think it really kind of depends. I know, um, I think Titleist had a page where it came out with their uh, Cabretta gloves because the Cabretta gloves are not going to last as long as like the synthetic gloves, yeah, but obviously the feel is. They're going to feel so better. much better. Yeah. Yeah, way better. I mean, once you play a Cabretta glove, it's, I, I mean, for me, like I when I first started playing golf, 
as a broke college kid, I would just play whatever I could put on my hand. But as soon as I kind of caught the bug, I was like, and put on a, a nice Cabretta glove. I was like, man, there's no way I could go back. That's right. Well, you know, uh, Jeff Jeff went out and bought a Cordoba back when he was in college because of the rich right. Corinthian leather interior, you know? That's right. <laughs> I owned the Chrysler Cordoba because Ricardo Monto- Montalbán told me that those were the best leather I could ever sit on. That's right. It. Once you play that nice leather, man, it's 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 really hard to go back. And the feel and everything is is um, you know, it's just a lot better. So, yeah. but yeah, three to five rounds. So some of them do factor that in, where you're uh, a bucket of balls before you play, and then maybe like two practice swings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them say for like a if we're factoring all that in, right? The 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 range session and a couple practice swings, you should get three to five rounds out of a uh, Cabretta glove, like a top grade. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, if you have a really good grip and, you know, if you're not playing like corded grips as well, so if you if you have a really soft grip, you're not playing chords, uh, the glove might last you longer. So, so there's a lot of factors that come into play on how, how long the glove will last. My gloves usually wear out a little bit. They start getting frayed in the palm, and then I get a hole in the thumb. And I've always wanted to ask Jeff if that was because I was doing something wrong, but I know Jeff, and he'd say, of course you're doing something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just one of the indicators. (laughs) You know, the guys who wear out the thumb, it's an interesting thought. Here I am uh, speaking from a teacher's perspective that, you know, I start to look at where on the thumb it starts to wear down. If it's near the knuckle, I'm concerned about their golf game right away but if it's a little bit more yeah it's always more up by in, the pad, the, pad my thumb. the middle of the thumb pad yeah. um i'm looking at it as going they've probably got a pretty solid grip on the club but the second i see it down near that that thumb knuckle you know mm-hmm. where the the last joint of the thumb is yeah i start seeing it there if i'm playing in the group the first thing i i do is is i i ask him what they want to play for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up the bet baby <laughs> So, so Jeff, would you say that they're 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 putting it too much in their palm and not enough in their fingers? Then, if if that's well, sometimes they have what we call long thumb, and when I see an amateur player that extends his thumb down and and then that's the pressure point. I gotcha. I rarely do I see in an amateur player with using that that technique of where how their thumb is extended down there. Rarely do I see them with club control. And it also depends on whether or not you take the glove off. I know some guys take the glove off after every shot, and they do it because, why? Because they see the pros on TV doing it. And right. I see guys who take the, the glove off when they putt because, oh, the feel. I myself put a glove on before the before the first swing and don't take it off until I'm packing up and getting ready to drink heavily. Which is why <laughs> your left hand is white. It is, man. Right the, the tan is, is different. Tan. I have golfer's tan. The tan is different oh, on terrible. left and right hand. Oh, yeah. I know. It's terribly funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing man i love a glove that's comfortable and i don't want to keep yanking it off and putting it back on and, and doing all this right. and put it on make it comfortable and do it and you you've got like a mesh back so your hands don't sweat as much right yeah uh being in florida obviously um very hot and humid and the glove sweats a lot and then the other thing that i noticed so because when we were building this house so we just didn't slap a logo on a glove we actually worked with the manufacturer, came up with a, a, a custom glove. Mm-hmm. And so when we were working with them, uh, the one thing that I noticed that the mesh also does is your glove doesn't stay like very like crusty. 
So like you were saying, after one or two sessions, mm-hmm. um, especially like a long range session or something, um, you know, the next time you go out, that thing's like a brick. Well, we noticed with the mesh backing that that doesn't happen. Cool. It, it, it doesn't. And with the top grade Cabretta, because a lot of companies, they'll, they'll sell a Cabretta glove, but there's different grades of the Cabretta. We use top grade. I can tell you our manufacturer who works with you know other big brands they i mean they informed us almost every big manufacturer uses mid-grade a lot of them use mid-grade we use top grade so one it, it, our glove will stay pretty soft but the the mesh backing also helps a lot right. with that and, and when then I- we put a little lining in there mm-hmm. first came out with the mesh uh our one of our first prototypes we we noticed that uh, the mesh would kind of scratch your fingers a little bit. I, I use an interlocking grip, so my my fingers were getting scratched a little bit from mm-hmm. from the mesh. So then we put um, a little lining in there, and then that solved that problem. Cool. Um, but yeah, the the and the mesh does feel actually really nice. But then it doesn't compromise your grip because the whole bottom half of the glove is Cabretta. Yeah. I know when I first read about this, I, mean, I, I went to the website with a little fear and trepidation, saying, okay, they use the best leather. It's something that, that, you know, the guy came up with to fix his own problems, custom designed. Therefore, it's got to be expensive. And lo and behold, it's 20 bucks for two. Yep. What? Or 27 two? bucks for three. Yep. Two glo- and free shipping. Don't forget about the free shipping. We ship it right to your door. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even pay for the shipping. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. No. No, not kidding. <laughs> Not kidding, yeah. As a uh, former club pro, I'm now irritated. <laughs> <laughs> We're very no hassle. You know, people can pause their subscriptions and stuff when they want. They can cancel it whenever they want. If someone has the wrong size, uh, you know, even right. on the website, it will say like, oh, well, when you return them, we'll send you them back. We don't even wait for that. We just send you out the new ones and send you a label to return the other ones back. Gotcha. Um, yeah, cool. we're, we're pretty easy to work with. Um, but yeah, pricing was a big thing and we... we, we you know, we went back and forth. Uh, we actually did a survey. To your point, most people said that they were willing to pay 25 to 30 for two gloves. Mm-hmm. That was where most people said that they were um, they were cozy with that price point. Yeah. Uh, but, we, you know, being a new company and everything like that, and uh, we were pretty efficient because we handle all our own shipping. Part of the experience of being an up-glover is what we call everyone who's on the who's mm-hmm. on the fam is the packaging like hey you see it like hey this is legit packaging it, you know i feel good that i'm a part of you know being part of the up glove family yeah it doesn't look cheap at all right exactly yeah yep. sean mcconnan with up glove shameless self-promotion man uh go through the chapter and verse what's the website and you know either monthly or quarterly and the prices uh, the floor is yours man go for it yeah yeah um so the the up uh, the website is upglove.com um and yeah you can do monthly or quarterly subscriptions now i know some people you know they're they're kind of over like you know you get some people are like ah, i don't know if i really want to join another subscription well what makes us different is you're not locked into anything so you can pause it whenever you want you can log in and cancel if you want to do that mm-hmm. um we're we're pretty we're very no hassle and you can do the like like you said you can do the monthly or quarterly options you get two gloves for for twenty dollars you, you really can't beat the pricing right. on top of that I'll throw in a little sweetener for everyone who's watching the show here or listening to the show we'll give you twenty percent off your first order uh, you can use uh, 
coupon code weekend. Cool. So you coupon code weekend and it'll give you, you know, you'll save what, I guess, you know, $4. So you'll get two gloves for 16 bucks and you can give us a shot and see if you like it, see what we're all about. Yeah. I'm doing it now. I'm on the website as we speak. <laughs> Look, I got a kid who goes through gloves like like they're nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Half of them. You know, and if 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 they're not overpriced, man. I mean, you know, a lot of times you go to go to the big box store and you get the you know the little package that's got two gloves for, but they're still like you know twenty nine ninety nine for two, even at at the, right. the big discount store. So this is a great deal, and we thank you for the twenty percent, Sean McConnell, upglove.com. Appreciate it, my man, and um, hang out with us because we're coming right back. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right. It's not just $5 to get in, and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay, $5golfclub.com. Use the number $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs, $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us, $5golfclub.com. It's us, little time yet together with those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He's Jeff Smith, and you are here, and we appreciate you hanging with us and coming back every week. If you ever miss a program, you can always go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and catch up to it. We've got everything we've ever done archived there, thoseweekendgolfguys.com or facebook.com slash golfguys. Nice place to go. We've got a lot of interesting stuff there. And join up on our uh, our group, our private group, called the League of Extraordinarily Average Golfers. I fit. You know, I wonder what it takes to be extraordinary <laughs> as an average golfer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Does that mean your standard deviation from the average there is high? <laughs> Nil. <or> low. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah. Well, contemplate that as we move along. And we've got an entire league of those fellas. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we do indeed. Uh, feel free to become a member of the league. Uh, it's, it's free. It's just a fun little thing we got put together for you. So check it out. League of Extraordinarily Average Golfers on Facebook. Gloves. I never knew it was it was so uh, so difficult to get into that business. I mean, I, I didn't know there was more than one kind of Cabretta leather. To, I thought Cabretta was a kind of leather. I didn't know you had various shades of Cabretta leather, man. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> you know? I was still stuck when I heard the word Cabretta leather. The first thing I thought of was Cordoba. Cordoba. That takes you back to your Cordoba days in the back seat with the rich Corinthian Corinthian leather. leather. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I always thought of. So the Cabretta leather, like, well, I wonder how different that is from Corinthian leather. Uh, But that's a pretty good deal, though. Check them out, man. Upglove.com. Two bucks for nineteen ninety nine. I mean, two two gloves. That's a silly good deal. And you can get two gloves sent to you every month or two gloves every quarter. 
however often you play, however. Well, they got a three-glove deal that I jumped on. Yeah, three gloves. And you, again, either three gloves for a month or three gloves each quarter, but it's only, what, twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah, right. Bucks? It's better than the two-glove deal. Yeah. Instead of 10 bucks a piece, they're down, down to nine bucks a piece. I can do the math. Wow. That is smart math for you. Okay. For uh, a radio guy, that's I know, genius. Man. I know, man. <laughs> you know, they promised me I get into radio because they promised there'd be no math, and then they threw some in on me. <laughs> but I'm rising to the occasion. Check it out. Yeah, Sean's a cool dude, man, too. He deserves all the success he can get. So check it out again, upglove.com. And check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com, facebook.com slash golfguys. On Twitter, we are at WKND Golf Guys. We are here every weekend for you or anytime 24-7 on demand at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. So, hey, don't be a stranger. Listen, just go play some golf.